Welcome to Theme Park Paradise, episode number 13. Lucky number 13, Ooh, Dallas. I didn't know that. Well, I guess we're not doing this episode. So <laughs> see you next week on episode number 14. <laughs> I don't have weird numbers. I don't have any superstitions. Like I, 13 doesn't do anything for me. There's no lucky number seven. There's nothing. No, yeah, same. If it was coming out on Friday the 13th, that would be scary. But it's not. Is that too much? That's too much for you? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Dallas, what are we doing this week? This week, some big news at Disney Park specifically. So we're recording this on Thursday, and I want to say Monday, character meet and greets the way they used to be returned to both coasts. So you can now hug Mickey Mouse again. It's been two years and two months, probably two years and a month. They're not throwing these behind Genie Plus, charging it 20 bucks individual. <laughs> uh, get a photo. No, but I mean, word got out that it was going to be the 18th and apparently the parks were like insanely swamped because of it, because people wanting to hug characters, which we'll get into. The main topic is going to be character meet and greets and experiences and things like that just across any park. But I personally hate it. I don't want to hug them. Like I said, we'll get into it, but I sent Ryan a video of me awkwardly meeting Goofy <laughs> a couple of years to ago. Me, there's two <laughs> things that caught my eye on that video. The first I told you about the handshake. He was shaking. He wouldn't let go. 20 minutes. And I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, well, when's he going to stop? Also, <laughs> your dad being focused on his like injured toe or something and like pointing it out. <laughs> and then it made a whole scene about it. And was that like, cause I didn't listen to the audio. I don't know if there's audio or not. But like, was your dad making a scene? Like, did he go in and like, look at my toe, look at my toe? No, it wasn't his toe. <laughs> so my dad has a goofy tattoo on his leg. Okay. His lower leg. So he was showing goofy his tattoo. Okay, well. But in the video, bandage. it looks weird. <laughs> he has a bandage on a toe, it looks like. Oh, yeah, that was, uh, you know what that was? I forgot about that. Or they were staying in an RV park at the time and I was visiting them. And they had a neighbor that had a dog who got loose and he tried to grab the dog from running away and he fell and skinned his toe okay. like the day before so we went the band-aid he had wasn't working so we went to first aid at magic kingdom and he got it bandaged because like, like i said i don't know if there's audio or not but i listening with no audio there is audio see, yeah. you can't see a tattoo all you can see is him pointing <laughs> to his foot and it has a clear bandage on his foot and i was like okay whoo you got an injured toe no <laughs> No. Well, I don't want to spoil the, the main part, but I'll get into my dad at Goofy because it's interesting. That was for him, not me. I hate I hate meeting the characters, but like I said, that could be later on in the episode. So let's see. For news this week, we've talked about Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind on this a lot. The new coaster at Epcot that replaced Universe of Energy. They're currently doing cast member previews. So certain cast members, I'm sure there's like a lottery or something that you can sign up for. And so they're letting them experience it first. Of course, the clickbaity headline <laughs> was that I found was a cast member tweeted about how she, it made her puke or she felt like she was going to puke or whatever. Basically, it's a, I've talked about it. It's, it's a spinning coaster. So it's spinning you around so you can see various parts of the ride. Uh, and because it's they're running it, this is basically a trial run for it. 
So it's malfunctioning where it'll spin and then not spin back. So spinder and then for the whole ride it didn't spin back. So she was backwards doing the whole ride. Backwards, yeah. And that happened twice to her, I guess. That was the five times she did it. Uh, but I, I mean, that's going to happen. With it rides. does appear like this is a frequent-ish thing, though. Like, this might be a ride where if you're going, or planning on going to Disney World, and maybe wait on this ride a few months to see that nothing get the kinks out. Yeah. Because you don't want to go. Like, I know the excitement of going right away, but you don't want to experience this ride and you're going backwards the whole time because maybe they'll let you go back on but if this ride is uh, impossible to get on they might not you might just be like here is a not a fast bet but a genie plus to another attraction sorry you yeah know, kind of sol right yeah because it ruins the whole experience from what i can tell uh and then ryan has another story about it i guess which i'll let him talk about so it <laughs> The title is Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will have six different ride experiences. All it is is there's six different songs that you can select. Right. I guess originally the list was going to be 100 songs, which is insane to even think it would be 100 <laughs> songs. Because even like Rip Ride Rocket, I don't know, is what, 20, 25 songs you can choose from. But there's six songs. It's Everybody Wants to Rule the World, One Way or Another, September, Disco Inferno, The Conga, and Iran. So from that list, Alice, which one is going to be your song of choice? I'm going with Iran. It's personally my favorite. Out of I don't know what group. that is. What yes, is you that? do. And I ran. I ran so far away. Oh, yeah. Wouldn't get away. Yeah, no. I love that song. It was like the main song from Grand Theft Auto Vice City. <laughs> it's like, it's very nostalgic to me. If that wasn't on the list, then it would be one way or another. Or song. Disco Inferno. There's a weird eclectic song. Like I, their songs are really good in Guardians of the Galaxy. Kind of what they're known for for the movies. Yeah, but just weird, weird choices out of the six that made it. I know there's way better ones from like the mixtape. It would be cool if they could swap these out like every year, or every couple years. Just saying, hey, we're gonna update the soundtrack for this year. Yeah. I think eventually you're going to get annoyed with these six. These some of these are grading songs after a while. Even like I like I ran, but I don't know if that's the roller coaster song I want to do. No. One way or another might be the most fun. I think that's that's why I picked it. So there's a few new dining things that are opening this week around Disney. So at Disney Springs in Florida, uh, originally they were going to have an Ample Hills Creamery, which is like a New York-based ice cream chain. Uh, and they had a location at the Boardwalk Hotel area. Uh, but a year, year and a half ago, they went bankrupt. So that kind of ended that. But Salt and Straw came in and decided to open at that location. It's going to be at like the West End, which is kind of like the last part that they're dealing with after they added all the other parts to it renovated it it's kind of the one that's stuck in the 90s but it's got the there's like the marvel store and there's a star wars store over there and a starbucks and it's where cirque du soleil is and there's the splitsville bowling alley thing but one thing we haven't touched on do you remember that mba experience that yeah that closed that it was lasted like two months and it it was sad because like i was there in when did i go august and like everything else was open except for that. And then they like announced that it was just closed forever. I was like, yeah. Okay. 
and they had a huge grand opening for it and like i guess it was like 2019 but so it wasn't open that long but even like they didn't even have the store like i understand if you don't want to have like the experience stuff open but the store was closed in august and i'm like what are you like you could sell jerseys that means yeah. season's about to kick off in october you could sell jerseys like people are buying this is what they're here for they're gonna that open and salt and straw is known for having like weird odd flavors but it's disney so i don't think they're gonna go too far uh but they just have like weird things like black pepper in their ice cream and olive oil ice cream and stuff like that but i'm definitely going next time i go i'm definitely gonna go because i've been wanting to go to salt and straw it's like a i think it's la based but it's become a national chain now and then the new counter service uh restaurant at epcot which is called connections cafe to replace the electric umbrella that's opening this week uh and it's there's a starbucks connected to it and that's i think opening before a couple days before the only thing i have to add is that it was the most vanilla looking restaurant i've ever seen well, do I'm you, like, oh my god that's that's, so that's what they're going with that's what the new epcot thing is and i hate it because it, it, it looks, looks like a cafeteria. I don't. It And it's not even that. It's like, it's so basic. It, it it just looks like a generic gentrified neighborhood. Like, it just looks boring. And like, there's no fun. Like, there's some, know, to, there's some lights me, and stuff. But ugh. I don't know. To me, to me, it looked like if you were at like it a just bigger university campus. Boring. This is what the dining hall is. And it's just like, okay, good for you. I, it's, it's making me sad. I mean, I understand it needed to come into the new century because it was very stuck in the eighties, but oy, 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 it just, it's so bland, but you're at Disney for theming. Like, even if it's not an IP, I know they're for theming and this is it's okay. bland as hell. It's, it's very disappointing because that new store has been open. I went to it in January creations shop and it's so blech. Like at least mouse gear was fun. There was a theme to it. There was fun, like oversized gears all everywhere. And you could, this is just like, bleh. It just, it looks I'm like getting away from the cheese. It, it looks like an architect cheesy, though. designed it. Yeah, I know. And it could just be in any city. And it's like, that's not yeah. why we come here. We can't, we're not paying $200 to look at something we could go to any city and see. And I just don't understand because like these ones are like, or say like, usually they're like the cheesy, like these are the family low cost, whatever yeah. food options. But like, for those like just do it cheesy nobody's gonna be they we don't just need to make it just modernize the cheese factor like it's yes. possible to do it but this is just boring i don't see any kids being excited by this no what else do i have for disney do i have anything else for disney i think that's it right i think that's it so we can move on to non-disney we've talked about it the uh, unfortunate accident icon park a few weeks ago it was a forensic engineer that they independently hired to conduct an investigation and this is like the big theme park news this week so we can't really ignore it talked about theme park safety on our podcast so they came to the conclusion that it was a employee error apparently the safety harness is set at three and a half inches and because tyree sampson was over 300 pounds he wasn't going to fit into it so they ended up adjusting it to double that so it was around seven inches, the opening for the safety it's harness. Horrifying. Looking at the photo of just how far open it was versus what it's supposed to be is absolutely horrifying. Like and how? Not to minimize, but this is this is why I go to Disney and Universe. This is why I don't go to the other shit because I don't trust the people that work there. I don't trust them. I'm sorry, I don't. Like they're not trained. They don't care. 
if anything, they're more scared and they're like, oh, well, they're just trying to like please the customer. So yeah, I'll adjust it for you. But no, 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 no. Not to mention the ride, the company has designed it because they're like, it says 250 pounds is the weight limit and Tyree Sampson's over 300 pounds. But what are you going to do? Weigh a kid in front of everybody? Like, I don't. Okay. The, the, the thing is, he's obvious. Like it, there is like, I mean, is somebody 250 pounds or the 270 pounds, 280, who knows, 250, 280, depending on your body type, you might have no idea because every person's different. A man versus a woman is going to look different. Height, everything plays a factor into weight. But he was clearly over the weight and you let him be on the like I just don't why like I know it sucks for him and it's an embarrassment and that yeah it's a shame and it's an awful feeling but he died because he just completely didn't listen yeah and I was trying to read it was trying it was explained as because it was an individual adjustment that the sensor turned green because it was an adjustment made to an individual seat. So the sensor just trusts that you're, do, you, you, you're doing that for a reason, which seems crazy to me, but who knows how that all works. I don't, the, the person that made the adjustment should be held accountable and then should face. They will be. I jail think time. they will be. They really they need to be. be. And yeah, it sucks for you, but like you killed somebody like, yeah, because, like Disney universal won't start a ride. No. If they suspect anything, like even if they have an inkling that like you might not fit in a ride, they'll make you get off the ride vehicle, go to the testing that has to test multiple times. Then they get you back on the ride. Like there is a major process for you. If you are even close to being at the weight, if there's a 250 pound limit, which is not a very high limit for other compared to other rides. And usually this type of ride has a lower because you have to have that harness type system. Right. Like I've said before, like the Dr. Doom is the hardest ride to fit on if you're a bigger person at universal they need to have multiple test vehicles and if you fail on the standard three and a half inch you can't go on the ride like it should be that simple that you have that test vehicle it should have a red green if you fail at three and a half even as a matter if you're 249 pounds you fail it just you don't go on the ride that's plain and simple you yeah. should have to pass a test vehicle and if you're worried that this person's gonna be embarrassed, have it in a spot that's not by the ride, it's not accessible because it does suck when they have it like right there and everyone has to see. So put it in a different area so then he doesn't have to feel uncomfortable. Like I just, but you should have a test seat for bigger people to know, especially on a ride that could kill you. Like it's not, hey, we're going on the Jimmy Fallon ride and do I fit in the movie? No, theater theater? we're putting you 500 feet in the area. It's a little different. So you need to make sure that this is secure. This is not a joking mat. Like this is life and death for these rides. And you don't think about it, but like all the roller coasters, all kind of stuff, like one small F up by an employee, a person dies. You have to take this stuff seriously. And this, and also the ride needs to be done. It never is going to recover from it. Just be done. Tear it down. Take your loss. Okay. Let's go on to something positive, Dallas. Okay. Let's go to... Some more Halloween Horror Nights news. Oh, I was disappointed by this. Oh, so I saw this all over my feed. Well, the Theme Park Paradise feed, because I only follow Theme Park stuff on there. A map was released of possible... Rumored. Rumored. A rumored map. Yeah, as, as I said, of possible Halloween Horror Night houses or whatever the hell you call it. And I want to pull the map up. 
I want to say before you go into them though, the one that I talked about that I was excited about from other leaks is not on it. The Last of Us is not on it. So I was very bummed to see this one. What's The Last of Us? I talked about was the video game franchise. Right. So this is not on this list. This list is Stranger Things. Which they did in 2019, which I I love Stranger Things. So yeah, but there's cool a new season, right? I understand, but do we have like <laughs> I'd rather have I'd rather have The Last of Us, which we haven't done before, versus Stranger Things again. I'm just gonna go through the non-originals first. Uh Mummy versus the Wolfman. I love that. That's cool. Yeah, that'd be fun. The Horrors of Blumhouse. Uh The Black Phone and Freaky. I guess these are two new movies that are coming. We out. talked about the Black Phone. I know, that's why I'm assuming Freaky is a new movie because I haven't heard of it. On our um, other show, Dallas and Ryan, we went through all of the theatrical releases and predicted yes. the Rotten Tomato scores. So go yes. listen to that. Yeah. Speaking of Halloween, <laughs> unless Jamie Lee Curtis is there, I'm not interested. And The Weekend, which is the one that everyone was talking about, I feel like. Yeah. What the hell is with that? I don't know. <laughs> and we're talking about The Weekend, like singer. And, yeah. Like what? I. I <laughs> It would be awesome, even though it's impossible, for him to be there yeah, for the, the whole two months. That's the like, only that's reason just... it would be fun. <laughs> anyway, is it going to be people dressed up like the weekend? I'm confused. What was his Super Bowl halftime? Didn't he do some like weird? It was all like yeah. bandages, right? He did some weird bandages. He did bandages, and he like he had plastic surgery or something. Because that was like horror-ish. Maybe it's all it that was. Like, bandages, scary stuff. It was like trying to be like thriller-esque, I think. Yeah. Uh, and then the originals. So there's Dead Man's Wharf, Bug House, El Chupacabra, Underground Creatures, and The Wicked Growth 2. So I'm assuming The Wicked Growth is a, was before. I don't know because it says original. but I do like that they have like for these that they'll create their own IP that are specific yeah, to Halloween Horror that Nights. Is cool. I haven't been. I want to go this year. I don't care that they, whatever they want choose. I want to drag Dallas to this. With my annual pass, I have a free ticket Mm-mm. to the... We're going to, this is what I want to make. I want to do this really bad. If it has to be Haley and I, sure. I don't know. I think she'll do it. I'm not, she's not the biggest horror fan, but I you really just, want to bring you. You just want content is what you want. No, I actually wanted to do this because it's fun. No, you want to see me scream. And I told you, like, I can't do it. We can bring, will the bear be interested in something like this? Mm, probably, yeah. Maybe we could do a double date thing where we both we could just have both of our couples. We go down together just for a weekend. We just I don't, hit all things. I don't think I want him to see me doing this. <laughs> he, can comfort, he, he can comfort you. Maybe he is more scared of this stuff than you are. And then you have to comfort him. <laughs> then, then I'm not doing it. But I think this is a weekend trip we do. We just pick a weekend and then we just go down for a day, like two days. Just go down, experience all the stuff, and then go home. Do all just I mean, the Halloween I'd do that, But I don't. Oh, God. Ugh. As long as we can do like the other stuff. I mean, we could do some of the park stuff, of course. Like, Not all of it, the rides. but I want to do yeah. like a few things. Yeah. There's a few rides I want to do that I haven't done. More universe, universal stuff. Uh, there is a Harry Potter Ministry of Magic elevator ride rumored for Epic Universe. I read this. And I was so sad towards the end of what the rumor was going to be and now what it is. Why? Did you read the whole thing? No. So what it originally was going to be 
in the rumor phase, I guess, was it was going to be a multi-level elevator, actual elevator ride. Not like Tower of Terror where it drops fast, but where it would be multiple levels. So you would go through the one level fast or do whatever, and then you would lower down to another level and then do it. Oh. Which sounds really cool because it's not really a ride that's a multi-level like that. No, that would be innovative. And now it looks like it might just be another Transformers slash Spider-Man type ride. Or it's going to be a similar ride vehicle setup where it does, there is like multiple things levels but it's not the same like it'd be more of like a gradual hill but according to that that's the new rumors is going to be along the lines of transformers but yes so we're going to take a quick break and be back with our main topic welcome back so this week in honor of disney character meet and greets returning i wanted to just talk about our personal experiences with meeting characters and different character meet greets in general. Um, but yeah, like I said earlier this week, Disneyland and Disney World brought back uh, meet and greets where you can interact with characters, get autographs, and hug them. Because of course they stopped that for COVID because of social distancing. I've said it on the podcast before. I prefer we are opposite i prefer the human characters to the costume characters i don't i hate the costume characters i just hate it i've never liked the costume characters even when i was a kid i did not like it it's not even that i'm scared of it it's just i don't like not knowing who i'm talking to or who i'm interacting with i i hate that aspect of costume characters it it creeps me out but like my favorite or like all the Epcot princess ones, like um, not just princess, but just in general, like there's Mary Poppins and Alice and Mulan and Snow White and Belle and Aurora. That's my favorite. Personally, I just I I, uh, I to me, it's that they have to play that character. I prefer yeah, but some of them are really good at it as a socially awkward person. My like myself, I'd rather have just somebody miming something to me See, versus giving awkward. them i don't want the fakest princess voice of all time oh see i think it's i my favorite is watching them interact with little kids who actually think it's them like and some of them are so good at it like staying in character and dealing with little kids that's my favorite i don't know i like to just see, see the actual i like when a human dresses up as a character as opposed to the costumes the costumes just uh, doesn't do it for me like i said earlier i sent ryan a video of me meeting goofy a couple years ago uh this is back in the storybook circus area in magic kingdom and you can meet i think you can meet donald and he's or is it daisy maybe daisy and she's dressed up like a like one of, one of those fortune teller people. Uh, and then they have Goofy, who's dressed up like Evil Knievel, basically. Because the idea is he does like stunts in the circus. And my dad is obsessed with Goofy. Like I said, he has a Goofy tattoo on his leg. We had a Goofy room in our house at one point. He collects Goofy memorabilia. Yeah, so 
I wanted him to meet Goofy, like Evil Knievel Goofy, because I like I like when characters are in different outfits for different occasions or holidays or whatever. So I like that it's not just Goofy, it's like a specialty Goofy. But my mom took video of it, and I get super awkward around costume characters, like I said, and the Goofy knew it and would not let go of my hand. Like he went to shake my hand and he did it for like 30 seconds. It was so painful to watch. So oh painful. we'll God. share, we need to share that one. We'll share that one on Instagram. <laughs> That's okay. Oh, I don't care. I, I don't watch it. Cause it makes me cringe, but whatever. Um, but yeah, my dad's met goofy like three or four times and he always has to show him his tattoo on his leg. I just love um, cause they can't even like for those, they can't even say anything. So what's the, no, wants- but they point at it and go like, yeah it's yeah it's funny and my dad's trying to contort his body so he can because it's on the inside of his leg it's like oh my god but a story i've told on our other podcast but i don't know if i've told it here is the first time we went to disney we went to magic kingdom i was like nine and my dad saw that there was a goofy meet and greet in liberty square so he really wanted to do that so we're walking from like Frontierland into Liberty Square and it's our first time there. I didn't know where anything was. So I was looking at a map and I was trying to find this place where Goofy was and I look up from the map and my parents are gone. Like I have no idea where they are. <laughs> yeah. So, and I guess my mom just assumed I was behind her and then eventually realized I wasn't. And obviously they started panicking and had like, cast member of course they have that on log like i said when i talked about earlier they so they had like a bunch of cast members and it was it was busy like it's one of the most busy times that i've been there in terms of it's a sea of people like on that street and like from splash mountain to honda mansion that part sea of people so you can't see anyone like everyone just blends together so i start crying and a cast member who didn't even know about it saw me and asked me what was wrong and i said i don't know where my parents are so she helped me look for them and eventually it was probably like 15 minutes eventually i found they just were they were sitting on a porch somewhere in liberty square and waiting because they just had people looking for me i guess yeah no my dad definitely thought like a child molester got me or something i just gave up he's like ah. <laughs> no well because he doesn't he's like you know he doesn't we don't do well in crisis like that we just yeah. break down so he was like bawling when i got to him but yeah all because my dad wanted to see goofy <laughs> that's what i mean like characters never did it for me because i first time i went i was nine like i said and i just i was past that point already age-wise of being into the characters i'm a nerd it's it's about theming and stuff for me i don't care about the characters i care less and i don't i'm not gonna wait in a 30 minute line one time in front of Main Street, this was a year or two ago, I waited to see Chip and Dale because they were in Christmas costumes. And we waited probably 10, 15 minutes. We got to the front of the line and Chip and Dale left and in comes like Pluto. And I'm like, I don't want Pluto. I, I hate when they do that. I told you like for Wreck-It Ralph, we waited like Wreck-It Ralph was there and I was like, yeah, Wreck-It Ralph. <laughs> and like my daughter was asleep anyways, but then they switched it out with the girl that I'm brain farting on her name. Yeah, yeah it's Penelope. Like, okay. I was like, yeah, I guess we get Penelope. We also had an issue with that one where people cut the line. Oh, yeah. And then, like, 
people were all like, they cut the line, they cut the line. And then they're taking their photo, having a good old time. And then nothing happened. Yeah. Like the pop-up ones where there's not really a line. It's just, you make the it's line like and then people cut it. Joke. Like, like, and then we all miss out on Wreck-It Ralph because these assholes cut. Cause we were like five people away. And this was like a party of like three or four and a day took a while and everyone's freaking out. And so it was like a big old scene. So it took up five, 10 minutes and we don't get the thing. It was just. Uh, yeah. And then of course, another aspect is character dining where they can upcharge you lots of money to have the characters walk around and take pictures. So the only one I've done is chef Mickey's at the contemporary, which is like the famous one. It's a breakfast buffet and I've done it a few times. I sent Ryan pictures uh, (laughs) earlier when I was like, I don't know. I was probably 12 or 13. Yeah. We're using one of those as the episode (laughs) graphic this week. Just so you're aware. Okay. Great. I love having my awkward puberty phase. I'll I'll grab one as well from a family (laughs) photo I have. So we'll do one for me. We'll do both. So you're not just the only one suffering. Yes. But this is the basic characters. Mickey's wearing a chef outfit. Maybe he isn't in the pictures, but sometimes he is. I can't remember if he's wearing one of the pictures I sent you. But Goofy is. Goofy's in like a chef outfit. And there's Minnie and I guess there's Donald, but I don't remember seeing Donald there. And then Chip and Dale. So like the basic gang. And the first time we went, (laughs) so they come around and if they always say like, oh, you know, you might want to wait to get your food because they only come around once and it's going to be a while before they come back. And we missed Chip. And so my mom saw Chip and like just near by one of the tables and she got up and walked, started walking towards him with the camera <laughs> and Chip reacted like a chipmunk would and like got startled and ran away from her. <laughs> and my mom, here's my mom like running at Chip. Very embarrassed. But yeah. That's the only one I've done. There's like the famous princess one at uh in Cinderella castle, Cinderella's royal table. And there's some other ones, but. So we've done multiple character dining when we went 2019 we did the princess one in is it akashers it's whatever the Akershus in norway yeah where they have they have three or four princesses in that one yeah. i think the photo op was bell but then they had three or four that rotated through the table our daughter was asleep so it completely wasted the whole thing yep. for us like we it is what it is it's what you get mm-hmm. we had at Hollywood Studios, it's the buffet diner. I don't know what it, it's um, not a buffet anymore. It's the Hollywood and Vine or Hollywood and Vine. Yeah. They were all in Christmas stuff. So it was that was a great experience. Our daughter absolutely loved it. When we went back last year, she hated characters, absolutely just hated them. <laughs> Except if they were in like at um Universal, she loved the parade. But character meet and greets are just like even the character being in that vicinity, absolutely hated. We had a character meet and greet where I think she was also asleep. It was the buffet at Animal Kingdom. The Tusker House. Yep. 
the food was really good there, but yeah. the character McGreen was a little weird. It's a gigantic restaurant, so they really didn't come to your t- like table very often at all. Yeah, or, or the Hollywood and Vine, they're it's a smaller restaurant, so they're making it through a lot easier. I think that's it for character dining. I think, I think that's it. Yeah, uh, Magic Kingdom, like between Main Street and Adventureland on that side. There's a restaurant called Crystal Palace, which is, at least it was, I'm sure it still is, but it was a Winnie the Pooh experience. So it was the Winnie the Pooh characters. Uh, but we just needed a place to eat. And someone was like, oh, go to Crystal Palace. So we did. It was a buffet. So we get up to go get our food and the waitress is like, no, don't go. The, they're right there and you're going to miss them. They won't be back. And so we were like, yeah. okay, but we just went and got our food anyway. Cause we weren't there to meet. I don't want to care about meeting Pooh. Yeah. Like, what do I care? Yeah. The thing is for these was. restaurants though, usually the food quality is usually buffet or was pre COVID. Yeah. The lesser scale buffet, restaurants yeah. the, or family you're paying, style. Yeah. You're paying an absolute premium mm-hmm. for the characters, which I do. I would recommend for any family. If you're going, I would say do this. Like, it sucks you're missing out on, on the top tier food, but then you don't have to wait in line. Like if you want to see Mickey Mouse, if you're we need to see Mickey Mouse, pay for this. Yeah. So then Mickey Mouse comes to your table. You will get, get that experience. photo. You don't and yeah. you don't have to wait in line. You don't have to risk, hey, I, that hour line, go do a ride instead. You can you have that ride or a show. Exactly. You don't have to wait in stupid line. So it's for families. It's amazing for that. Yeah. Okay, going back, I want to do have some meet and greet. I've talked about the Aladdin one before. <laughs> That's my only experience. I didn't do these growing up, at least I'm not aware of, when we went. And as an adult, I'm not doing this at all. I, it makes me very uncomfortable. I feel like they're like the, I feel like even the, like the performers themselves, like it's, that has to be super uncomfortable for, to have to interact with adult men specifically it's just uncomfortable oh yeah we've talked about the princess thing so yeah with it's the just weird dads and yeah but it's just the whole thing's just weird like even if even if you're not creepy it comes off creepy. it comes off creepy yeah i think yeah it just if you're a man it's just it's weird it's it is just, weird i you ha- unless you're like a flamboyantly gay man meeting a princess. i wanted to i wanted to say that but i didn't want to sound homophobic or <laughs> but it's so true I was, I, was you, I was waiting for you to say it <laughs> it's true like if, if i'm meeting a princess i'm like be i'm being gayer than i am because i don't want them to think i'm being gross you don't want to be an awkward straight guy that right. just wants to touch a princess exactly i want i want it to be clear i'm here because i'm gay so are you lifting I that leg? Are you, lifting, are, you, are you lifting your leg up in the photo? <laughs> yes. And I'm doing the wrists right. and I'm wearing a tiara the whole nine years. But okay. no. <laughs> okay. But going back to so my experience is with my daughter. And we had it wasn't a traditional like meet and greet, but it was one of the country bears was walking out because they were doing a character oh. change where they bring on the new character. Yeah. So, so they walk out, and usually when they walk out or walk in they'll find a kid to walk out with so my daughter was that so it was like walking out or in but it was that so there was like a long walk experience that we had so that was cool the one thing that's really weird to me and Haley did growing up and then she started doing it with her daughter is the signature books 
Oh yeah, no. I don't understand it. I don't. I just don't get it. Like I know for a kid, it's like these are your famous characters, but I feel like even at a kid level, you do know these aren't real characters, right? So I don't understand what the autograph is for. They like are you? They don't you, though. You really think you're meaning Winnie the Pooh? I think certain ages do. But you need his autograph. But the be, those kids are wanting an autograph. I don't know. I feel like an autograph is a very adult or at least like a 10 plus year old kid thing. Like, Hey, I want to get my favorite baseball players autograph, but that's a five-year-old's not doing that unless their parent is going, give me an autograph, give me an autograph. They probably want a photo or to meet and hug, but an autograph seems like a very parent thing. Yeah. I think it's just another cute thing you can do with your kid and as a keepsake more than anything. Just get a photo. Yeah. No, it never appealed to me. So it was just a weird thing. Haley did it growing up and our daughter does. And that's fine. But I do. Just... I do love that they have to learn a signature because it has to be the same throughout every. So I love that aspect. I think that's fun. And some of them can't sign. Like, I don't think like Wreck-It Ralph is just like a, it wasn't like a fist bump. I think it was, there's something they does something because some of them can't sign. Right. Like Baymax. There's no way Baymax can sign. Yeah. So I figure what they do, they might have a stamp or something. I forget. Well, there's like a hand, like the handler does something for the signature book. Uh, <clears throat> remind me of a story. So we were at Epcot walking towards the Le Cellier restaurant in Canada. And I guess Coda and Keen and I were coming out to do a meet and greet. The bear version, the bear, Keen I, big bear and the little bear from Brother Bear, the movie. They were walking with a handler and my mom saw them. And she got right in front of them to take a picture of them. <sighs> Again, I wanted to die, but <laughs> I had the camera on video and she didn't know that and she didn't know how to change it. So here she is in front of Koneki and I tried to take a picture <laughs> and it won't take a picture. And she's so confused. <laughs> I'm like, oh God, get me out of here. And the handler's like, please step aside, ma'am. Please step aside. Like oh my god, I can't, I was looking through those photos. I don't I don't think I've ever met Donald, which is upsetting because I love Donald. I need to do the Donald in front of Epcot, in front of Mexico, where he's got the yeah. Mexico I've met Donald. a lot of the care like the the classic characters just because I went to all those restaurants. Yeah. So I've met them all. My photo with all I'll give for mine. I guess I probably I'll, maybe I blur out my family's faces. I'll do the family Christmas photo that we have. <laughs> I'll just I'll keep my face blur everyone else's out. Yeah. One last story for me. So when I was a kid, Chip and Dale were my favorite. Uh, I wasn't obsessed with them by any means, but I just liked them and I liked their cartoons. And my mom, we had just done Splash Mountain and we were in the back of like Fantasyland. And this was like the late night, whatever that was called, extra magic hours thing. So it was like one or two a.m. And she sees Chip and Dale. And so she freaks out and is like, you need your picture. You need your picture. Cause there was no one around them. They were just standing there. Their handler was a guy who, let's just say he was very enthusiastic about Chip and Dale. I'll just say that. And he knew everything about Chip and Dale. And <laughs> my mom is like, Oh, my son loves Chip and Dale. He knows everything. And I'm like, no, I don't like, stop. And so he proceeds to quiz me on very specific 
trivia about Chip and Dale and their How'd history. How'd you do? Did you pass? No, I knew nothing. Because he was asking like insane things. Like, what's their second nephew's name? And I'm like, what? They don't have a nephew when you die. <laughs> like, please don't. Just, I, I was embarrassed enough to be taking the picture, much less having to talk to this guy about Chip and Dale. But I sent Ryan that picture too. That's one of my favorite pictures. It's just me like soaking wet from Splash Mountain with Chip and Dale at 2 a.m. And they were like wrapped around me, like hugging me. But yeah, so that's all I have for Disney stuff. Uh, I'll talk about my first character experience, which was at Six Flags St. Louis in Eureka, Missouri. I was probably five or six. We were there for a family reunion. So we went to Six Flags for the day. And at the time, I don't know if they still are, but I think they are. But the Looney Tunes are like their big mascots. At least they were at the time. This is like 1998. This is before Mr. Six <laughs> and the dancing, the dancing old bald man commercial. Uh, <laughs> but so, yeah, I have my picture somewhere. I don't know where it is, but there's a picture of me with Bugs Bunny and maybe Daffy. That's probably the first costume characters I met. In terms of theme parks, I've met the Easter Bunny, I'm sure, before anything. Oh, yeah, that was my first experience. Oh, my, my favorite. We're just going to do favorite character meet and greet is at yeah. universal studios yeah i was it gonna get is, to universal but yeah it is donkey i love donkey is it I a costume it. you've never seen donkey no donkey is a talking it's a it is like an animatronic but there's uh, a person voicing it that does an eddie murphy impression oh no but it's an, an actual person that's there doing it and they'll make fun of you like if you're wearing a disney shirt they'll uh-huh. make fun of disney in like a kind, lighthearted way. Of course, but yeah. But it is such a good, and they're keeping it, even though Shrek 40 is done, they're keeping the meet and greet. Shrek is creepy, Fiona's whatever, but Donkey is so good, and it is there usually like all day. So if you walk past, it's like right when you get past Shrek and turn right, Donkey is against whatever building mm-hmm. is adjacent to where Shrek yeah. 40 was. Absolutely love it. My favorite type of character is a uh, universal. It's like famous people, like famous celebrities. Yes. There's a Marilyn Monroe, of course, which I saw last time I was there. She, a bunch of people came out to set it up. And then there was like backup singers that came out and did a thing. And then they introduced Marilyn Monroe, which is hilarious. It's like a street thing. And my favorite, I didn't see her, but there's a Lucille Ball who's got like the classic like white dress kind of looks yeah. like um is it Wanda from the Flintstones kind of looks like Wanda from the, the red hair and my favorite fact is <laughs> apparently the estate has to approve the actress that plays Lucille Ball really yeah for likeness or whatever which is funny because I've I've watched them on YouTube they're on YouTube and some of them are not good like at all like they're doing the voice and it's like, no, no. Why are we doing this to these yeah. people? I also like the Scooby-Doo ones. I saw the Scooby-Doo ones when I was there. Those are cool. Those are, that, those are funny. You did talk about this. So you bring this up. I actually might have a photo of being with a different meet and greet, but it's along the same lines is Beetlejuice. Oh yeah. Beetlejuice is fun. Which is in character. And that where I absolutely hate Aladdin because Aladdin's trying to be, awkwardly nice beetlejuice yeah. once again like why i like just Donkey, an asshole 
is an yeah. asshole. Mm-hmm. I like that because it makes you less uncomfortable because they break the ice with their jokes. Yeah. Which well, I like. I, I want that icebreaker. I don't want Aladdin going, man, I was going with whatever. But that's the Disney. Today. That's the I Disney hate it. Bag. I hate it so much. The cheese ball, Peter Pan. The Grinch is my favorite. The Jim Carrey Grinch that they have. Also the guy, another, they do the same thing. The guys just, that do that are so funny. good. They're so on. Like they're so in character and so quick and funny and mean, but like funny mean. It's the video, so some videos on YouTube that are just hilarious. I, it does seem like that universal thinking about it. They give their performers more range to play with the character. Than oh Disney. yeah. Disney, it's you're very, what you have can say, you have to know all the background information, blah, blah, blah. Where if Donkey or any of these here, like, but if Donkey was at Disney, it would be like, you have to, you cannot even mention Universal. Do not mention Universal. Don't make fun of any guests. Just say what Shrek and Fiona are up to. And that's it. That's all you can say. Yeah. And then I like when they bring, they do like specialty events. They do villain events sometimes at Disney where they bring back characters that they don't have in the parks generally. I will say what I heard about Disneyland is they do a lot more walk around stuff. So you'll just be walking around and then there's whoever. Whereas Disney World, it's like set up areas where you have to wait in line and stuff, which is a little sad because I, I miss the spontaneity of just, oh, there's so-and-so. So Dallas, I think this is a good way to transition into the game that I created this week, mentioning characters that appear, don't appear. So this week's game is you trying to guess if this character has a meet and greet or had a meet and greet, or if they only appear in the park in shows, parades, or like a picture or statue. So uh-huh. we're just going to guess if they're character meet and greet or not a character meet and greet. Okay. Okay. So after the short little break, we will play that game. So as I mentioned before the break, this week's game is for Dallas to guess if this specific character has appeared or is currently appearing as a character meet and greet opportunity at a Disney park, or if they only appear in the park as like a picture or statue, or if they're like in a show or parade, but don't have a character meet and greet opportunity. Right. So I have, we have 10 total for you to guess. So you need six out of 10 to pass. I will give you the character and I will also allow one time where you can get a clue on what property they're from. Mm. Because there's a couple that you might not know, but I'm going to allow that once. So we are going to start off with Michael Yagubian. Yagubian. Michael Yagubian. Okay, I'm just going to burn it. What property is he from? <laughs> from Meet the Robinsons. What? <laughs> I always forget that's a Disney movie. That's so embarrassing for them. Um, yeah, I've seen it a few times, but I can't tell you which character that is. Uh, it could be the villain guy. It could be the lead guy. I'm going to say it's so weird. I feel like you're tricking me. <laughs> I'm going to say no. He is a meet and greet opportunity. Where, when, how? 
He's the bowler hat guy. I have uh-huh. no idea. He looks like during Halloween. Okay. When they bring out like random villains. Yep. Yeah. So you are incorrect on this one. I should have just guessed because I knew it was a trick. Okay. Flynn Rider. I'm going to say no. He is a meet and greet opportunity. And these are all according to websites, so this could be wrong. But based on <laughs> whatever, it doesn't matter. <laughs> all ears. And then the other one, Theme Park, I don't know. Yeah. I like all ears. Okay. And the other one's off of like Disney fandom. So I. Okay. Mortimer Mouse. I'm going to say no. You are correct. What is Mortimer Mouse from? He's Mickey Mouse's villain. It's the oh, bad guy off the original cartoons. Oh, never. He's like the big one that tries to take. Oh, this one, this creepy nose. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Bambi. No. You are correct. Abby Mallard. Yes. You're correct. She's from Chicken Little. Okay. Oh, is is she the duckling? Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Mallard, right? Duh, yeah. Lady. Hmm. Let me say no. You are correct. Gideon. Yes. You are correct. All you need is one out of three. Kanga and Rue. Yes. No. Boo. Yeah, I guess I haven't seen that. I've only seen Winnie and not Winnie. <laughs> or is it Winnie the Pooh? Yeah, Winnie. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh with Pooh Bear. Rabbit is one of them. I guess it's there. But... I've seen Rabbit, I've seen Tigger, and I've seen Piglet. There's a character, like there's a costume, but it must be just like part of a show. But I haven't seen. Else. Yeah. Okay. Dodger. Yes. No. I wouldn't even know Dodgers that Oliver and Company, the main character from Oliver and Company. Oh, the one with like the red. Well, then I would have character. said no, but I didn't know <laughs> no, what. No, Here we go. It. Here we go, Dallas. We're down to the last one. You need it right. Oh, boy. It's exciting. Emil. Emil. Oh, is that Ratatouille? Yes. You are correct. And that's Ratatouille. Yeah, his brother. You win. You win, Dallas. Yeah, I win. That was hard. And once again, I have no idea if these are actually so Dallas, no matter what you passed, you won. <laughs> but some of these could be wrong. I was during the main segment, I was trying to create a game because Dallas forgot to do a game or purposely didn't do one and was just not going to have a game this week. But I wanted to have one. So I'm pretty sure the ones that are wrong, like the ones that aren't in the park, that's correct. But the ones that are in, I have no idea. According to this one website there, but. Who knows? Yeah. It was fun well, good job. Day. You passed. Yeah. A bunch of random characters and properties that are completely dead. Yeah. That was fun. Well, let's see. I don't want to plug anything. Yeah. Nothing to really plug. Short. This is a short and sweet episode, though. Right to the point. Mm, that's fine. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I might have something more intricate planned next week. 
Okay, sounds good. But we'll see. So Dallas, what's your favorite character meet and greet? <laughs> what? What's your favorite? What's your favorite character meet and greet? Now I well now I'm just gonna pick one out because I know what you're doing. Uh, my favorite one. Oh, I do have a story. I have a quick story I want to throw in. Okay. Which I feel like I've said before, but I don't know if I've said it on air. Okay, bye guys. So I listened to this podcast and this one comedian guy on it, he's a gay guy. And he was talking about how he went to Disneyland a few years ago with his friend, who's another gay guy. And they, who is, what's her name? The evil queen from Snow White. I think her name is just evil queen. She was in this parade and she, they started talking to him and she just insinuated that they were gay, which is hilarious to me because they go, oh, can we talk to you? And she goes, I always have time for a couple of queens. And, he, and, and the guy, and he was like, the podcast guy I'm talking about was like, I wasn't sure to be offended by that. <laughs> he was like, my friend thought it was hilarious, but I was kind of like, uh. Because <laughs> like, that's, that's pretty on the line of what I feel like they're allowed to do. I think if you're a villain, you get a little more leeway. Yeah. Man, if they weren't gay, I'm assuming they would have sued. <laughs> That's what I mean. It's like such a risk to make a joke like that. But I and I've I've seen some videos of Corella too, where Corella's kind of crossed, come close to crossing the line. But see, I like that. Like you're talking about with Universal and Beetlejuice and Grinch and stuff. I want a little character, not just this boring generic interaction. I'm honestly surprised you haven't seen Donkey because Donkey like is on social media all the time for the conversations they have. No. Do they still have him since the ride's gone now? Yeah, they said they're keeping it. Even though the ride's going, they're keeping the Donkey meet, the, all the character meet and greet, but specifically Donkey because everyone absolutely loves the Donkey one. It's also unlike any other character meet and greet ever because it's like a stationary animatronic thing. Yeah. Well, you know what? Tomorrowland, they used to have the talking trash can. Yep. Yeah. They had the person around the corner and a microphone. Yeah. I like stuff like that. Oh, and then, oh, my, my favorite ones I saw was at Epcot, they brought Bunsen and Honeydew from the Muppets. But it was, they were like riding a cart around and they were like talking puppets. I, I love stuff like that. And then at Liberty Square for a bit, they did. Did you ever see that? They did the Muppet show in Liberty Square where it was like the history of the American Revolution, no. but the Muppets were doing it. They're up in the windows, like the puppets were in the windows. I wish there was a meet and greet with like a, a president. They had like George Washington out there, <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> or like uh, Paul Revere or just like. Yeah. <laughs> I would love it if they did like an obscure president that nobody's like, oh, it's Millard Fillmore's out today. <laughs> who are you (laughs) yeah one that no we don't know what they look like yeah Yeah. (laughs) it's william mckinley (laughs) (laughs) Uh, okay Okay, dallas so what is your favorite character meet and greet my favorite even if you haven't done it what would be your the dream one to go do 
Probably Yzma. Okay. So for your send off, I want you to do your best Yzma impression sending us out. I, I as soon as I said it, I'm like, he's gonna make me do an impression. And yep. why did I pick this one? Yep. So I'm go. just gonna sound I sang on this episode. Trying to do an Eartha Kit. You did when? When we were doing the song. You didn't know what song it was? I sing I ran. Oh yeah. So here we go. Come on. Embarrass yourself a little bit. <clears throat> okay. <laughs> she is such it's the Eartha Kit. I can't do Eartha Kit. <clears throat> Oh god. <laughs> Crunk! Pull the lever. Oh god. Okay. We're done. Okay. That's it. <laughs> Good impression. <laughs> what was it? <laughs> Have a good week, everyone. <laughs>